Thank you for joining us at Christchurch Dunstable. Now on with our daily devotions. Well, good morning, everyone. You know, in our day after 12 months and counting of the pandemic, the frailty of life, the sheer fragility as well as brevity of life, has taken on fresh meaning for so many people. Maybe this is the case for you listening to me this morning. If you've personally encountered grief during this pandemic, then my heart goes out to you and I pray that you'll know the Lord's comfort at this time. I pray this psalm will be both an encouragement and a reminder to you that God is Lord of both life and death. Well, this is our third morning in Psalm 49. Today we're in verses 13 to 20 in our daily devotions. And what a psalm it is. A psalm which looks beyond life and death, as we'll see. But let's pray before we read these verses together. Our Heavenly Father, we do thank you so much that our Lord Jesus Christ is the way, the truth and the life. And we ask that this morning, as we come to this psalm once again, that you might fill us with joy at the hope you give us in Christ Jesus. And we pray that we might be challenged to continue to trust him and him alone for matters of life and death. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, let's read verses 13 to 20 of Psalm 49 together. This is the fate of those who trust in themselves and of their followers who approve their sayings. They are like sheep and are destined to die. Death will be their shepherd, but the outright will prevail over them in the morning. Their forms will decay in the, will decay in the grave, far from their princely mansions. But God will redeem me from the realm of the dead he will surely take me to himself. Don't be overawed when others grow rich, when the splendour of their houses increases. For they will take nothing with them when they die, their splendour will not descend with them. Though while they live they count themselves blessed, and people praise you when you prosper, they will join those who've gone before them, who will never again see the light of life. People who have wealth but lack understanding, are like the beasts that perish. And this is God's word. The great truth that this psalm wants to share with us is that everyone dies, rich or poor. Verses 10 to 12 face the inevitability of death itself, as we saw yesterday. Man is a part of the animal creation and death comes to everyone alike, verse 10. It can't be cheated by building houses and acquiring land any more than the rich farmer in Jesus' parable in Luke 12 could stave off death by building more barns for his bountiful crops. Rather, left to himself, that farmer died. And left to ourselves, men and women the world over face physical death just like the animals do if our trust is in ourselves. And the heart of our passage today in verses 13 to 15 develops this truth. I want us to see firstly, to die like the animals is to die trusting in ourselves. To die like the animals is to die trusting in ourselves. Look at verses 13 to 14 with me again. Those who die like the animals, verse 12, specifically like sheep in particular, verse 14, are those who, verse 13, die trusting in themselves. I was interested to read just yesterday of the work of the slaughtermen, and apparently most slaughtermen are indeed men rather than women. These are the professionals who collect the dead farm animals. 
The article I read introduced itself by saying, between accidents, disease and bad weather, farm animals are prey to so many disasters that dedicated professionals are called out to dispose of the casualties. It's a grim task. And the article I was reading explained why it was so grim at length. It was gripping. And in particular, what caught my eye in the light of verse 14 of our passage was a somewhat humorous comment on a sheep's fixation with death from a farmer's angle. The general view of sheep, the article said, amongst slaughtermen, is that a sheep's main aim once in the world is to get out of it as fast as possible. The sheep fight, or they get scab, or blue tongue, or rinder pest, or they overheat, or they eat the wrong grass, or they find the one rusty nail in a clean field and eat it, or they get stressed by horses or dogs or a change in the weather, or they get infected cuts after shearing, or they abort their own lambs, or they've got too much of one mineral but not enough of another. As a farming friend puts it, if a sheep could, it would die twice. Well, that made me smile. But be that as it may, verse 14 makes clear that to die trusting in our own wisdom and our own life and death strategy is to die with all the meaninglessness of the death of a sheep. Verse 14, their forms will decay in the grave far from their princely mansions. How tragic, therefore, and how daft to envy the life of the unbeliever. For no matter how many material things are acquired in this life, it's all useless after death and on into eternity. This is reinforced repeatedly in today's passage as it was in the earlier verses that we considered yesterday. Verse 16, don't be overawed when others grow rich with plush homes and contents. 4 verse 17, they'll take nothing with them when they die. They may be big in the eyes of the world in this life, verse 18, but they'll languish in the grave like the beasts that perish, verses 19 to 20. To die like the animals is to die trusting in ourselves. Hardly something to long for, to aspire to, to emulate, to, well, live for, is it? In eternity, the grave of those who trust themselves is no more notable than that of a dead sheep, and their future in eternity is no more significant than that of a deceased farm animal. How tragic. But secondly, and wonderfully, our psalm tells us that to die in the Lord is to live ransomed forever. To die in the Lord is to live ransomed forever. And we see that in verses 14 to 15. There is a life beyond the grave. There is life where the grave is not the end. For whilst everyone dies, verse 12, 13, and the first half of verse 14, the good news is, verses 14 and 15, that there is life beyond the grave for the upright, for God's people, for those who die with understanding, verse 20. The upright will prevail in the morning, verse 14. The upright will prevail over the foolish unbeliever who died trusting in themselves, for, verse 15, the Lord will take his people to this eternal life beyond the grave, having paid the price for them so that he can do so. And here's the inescapable and wonderful truth. No matter how valuable the unbeliever believes his worldly possessions to be, they do not equal the cost to ransom a soul, verses 17 to 20. Only God can do that. The soul itself is of inestimable worth. Therefore, to ransom it from eternal death required an infinite price, as verses 7 to 9 told us, as we saw yesterday. 
The costliness of the sacrifice required to save a single soul in spiritual terms is in sharp contrast to the foolish confidence of the unbeliever. And this alone explains our psalmist's fearlessness. Verse 15, but God will redeem me from the realm of the dead. He will surely take me to himself. This points us wonderfully to the New Testament, to Jesus Christ, the good shepherd who rescued every one of his people, his sheep. How come? Because he was willing to die as none other than a perfect lamb, than the perfect lamb. To die as a sheep under the wrath of God, not for his own sins, but for the sins of all who will trust, not themselves, but him as their only hope of salvation. To die, giving his life as the infinite ransom price. The price Jesus paid to ransom lost souls was given with love to create friends who would serve God in warm-hearted gratitude for grace. As 1 Peter tells us in chapter 1, verse 18, For you know that it was not with perishable things, such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. Friends, the prospect of death is terrifying for those who are trusting in themselves. It's terrifying for those who are not in relationship with the Almighty God through Jesus Christ, his Son. But in contrast, there's the wonderful hope of life and light for those who belong to him, whose trust is in him. As one pastor and writer I read put it so helpfully for a Christian who's trusting in the Lord Jesus. Death is not the extinguishing of the light. It is putting out the lamp because the dawn has come. I love that. To those in a right relationship with God, death brings a reversal of the inequalities of our present life. That's why verse 14 of our psalm can say, the upright will prevail over the unbeliever in the morning. For the Christian, at the moment of death, the night is over, the morning has come. Therefore, if you're a Christian listening to me this morning, don't fear these days as others may fear them. The darkness has gone thanks to the Lord Jesus' death and resurrection. And thanks to his death and resurrection, death is swallowed up in victory. So then, in the words of Isaiah 25, verses 6 to 10, at that moment of death, as we're ushered into the presence of the Lord, let the feasting begin. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that our Lord Jesus Christ has won the victory over sin and death. Grant us, we pray, an ever-growing trust in he who is the life, the eternal life. May our trust be in him who is the way and the truth and the life. And we ask that we would keep trusting you, not only today, but every day, until the time you call us to be with you and then forevermore. And we ask these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Great to be with you this morning. You have a great day. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to our Christchurch Dunstable podcast. Tune in every weekday to listen to our daily devotions. And why not visit our website, ccd.church, to find more resources. Christchurch Dunstable, bringing the hope of Christ from the heart of Dunstable.